Namaste, ladies and gentlemen. I'm immensely happy and excited, actually, to welcome to the Excellent Spotlight someone I have hugely enjoyed working with over the last three years. Miss Nikki Spaniel, thank you for joining me and welcome to your Excellent Spotlight. Thank you, Jay. Thanks for having me. Sure. Nikki, I tell you what, you're one of those special colleagues that I wish would be part of every project that we take on. And there are quite a few of those here, but you're very special. And those who are listening may think, why, right? I'll tell you why. It's because Nikki is vastly experienced and highly knowledgeable about medical devices across a plethora of topics. They range from clinical strategy to global regulatory strategy to quality systems, to name a few. And most importantly, she knows how to get things done right. Oh, yes. I am indeed talking about one solitary person here. Nikki, please talk us through your background and aspects of your experience that have collectively allowed you to be successful in your career thus far. I'm going to rewind way back to my early, early childhood. My sure. grandfather was a medic in World War II, and he came mm -hmm. back. He became a respiratory therapist at the VA hospital in Pittsburgh, mm -hmm. and he just, he loved human anatomy, taking care of people, medicine, mm -hmm. serving others. He wasn't a doctor, but he, he made house calls. People would call for, I broke my finger, whatever was going on, and he would go mm -hmm. and, and help them. So he instilled this passion in me at a very early age. We used to build intricate diagrams of the heart when I was a kid. He taught me how oh, to use wonderful. a, a sphygmomanometer when I was probably 10 or 12. He actually saved my life when I was a baby. So I was very um, connected to him and, and loved him very much. And I had definitely you know, inherited his love of research and, and service of others. So I, I wanted to become a doctor. That was my goal. I enrolled at the University of Pittsburgh. I wanted to be a pediatrician. However, mm -hmm. I also knew at a young age that I wanted a family and I wasn't sure if I could balance both. So I ended up majoring in English writing. But I, mm -hmm. I maintained my love for biology. I took uh, biotechnology courses, technical writing courses, not knowing that this would really set the stage for my future you know, in a medical device uh, in industry. So that kind of happened by accident. My mom worked at MedRad, which is now Bayer for many years. And I was mm -hmm. really lucky one summer to join them and help with organizing their design control and their document control record databases. And at the time, I also had the opportunity to do some B&B &B testing with their MR machines. Mm -hmm. And I was mm -hmm. instantly inspired. It was a great environment. People were so brilliant. And it, and it led me ultimately to my first time, uh, full-time position as the doc control specialist with a small medical device startup. It was a contract manufacturing company that was actually embedded in a, in a tool and die shop. So it was the best experience to just, well, there were six of us and we just put everything together from scratch. And the first 10 years of my, it was, it was an amazing experience. And mm -hmm. that the first 10 years um, in industry, that's really what my path looked like. I worked for several startup and small businesses. So mm -hmm. really had an opportunity to get my hands on everything from building the QMS up to new product development, um, even, even clean room environments. And so I, I really got exposed to a lot. And in that time, um, got to write my first 510K, which led to an IDE and eventually a clinical study. This was for an at-home uh, kidney dialysis machine. And I was blessed to work with two brilliant CRAs at the time. And I just was like, a, I just wanted more and more. I was, learned as much as I could from them. 
and it really set um, my, my passion for research and clinical studies on fire. I knew at that point, this is what I want to do. This is my, I'm on the right path. Um, mm -hmm. And being in the Pittsburgh area, it's a relatively small medical device community. Uh, RQM Plus was actually just getting off the ground. And maybe it was, I think a year, a year it was up and running and it was, it was, everyone was buzzing about it. And I was really interested in joining the team. So luckily in 2010, I think I became employee number 12, some, something around there. So in the last 13 years, there's definitely been a lot of growth and um, I've gotten to be part of so many amazing projects and, and built relationships with clients really all over the world and just um, watched what was a small women's owned business really thrive and transform into the company we are today. And because of that, I had the best of both worlds because I have mm -hmm. a career that I love and that I'm passionate about, but even more importantly, I have two beautiful little girls and I've really been able to find the balance that I worried about uh, as a college student with this, with this current situation. So it's been wonderful. Um, the first decade of my time here at RQM, mm -hmm. I primarily worked on, as you said, global regulatory strategies and submissions, usability studies, clinical studies, mm -hmm. and QMS, anything that affects the QMS, really. Um, but a few years ago when MDR, EU MDR was really ramping up, we were actually starting to help clients pull together their transition strategies and specifically their clinical and post-market strategies. Mm -hmm. I was out of the blue, helped to ask, uh, help, asked to help develop a training program that was just internal to RQM, but I was hooked immediately. I, I saw the potential. I saw mm -hmm. the, what I love, the research and the clinical data that I love, but in a volume that was going to be um, easier for, for more manufacturers to dig into. So uh, with a really great small team, I volunteered to kind of move into that effort full time. So for the last year, three three or so years, that's really what I've been doing. And I've been lucky enough to work with you and learn so much from you. Um, it's been an amazing process. And we have become subject matter experts in that in that space, and especially in the retrospective chart review, um, electronic survey space. And now we're starting you know, to turn our focus toward, toward some other types of strategies and maybe you know, developing sustainable plans uh, post-MDR CE mark. So it's been very exciting. And that's kind of the overview of my career in a nutshell. It is fascinating to have heard that because whenever I've worked with you, you know, the richness of your background always unfailingly shines through. Now I know a little bit more and every sentence that I heard you speak, I feel like you should write a book at the end of your career because <laughs> every sentence that you said can be expanded into a chapter with more and more experiences to delve into and talk about having that very early childhood uh, mentor would be the wrong word, but figure to look up, look up to, right. And, and gain motivation from your own grandfather. It's just fantastic. And that, that story about the drawing diagrams of your heart, you know, it reminds me of the time when I, we, we taken our kids for um, STEM fairs here and they've, you know, they've looked at cow hearts and everything. And I myself, I'm just fascinated by the heart, by the heart because I'm a one trick pony. That's all I know. <laughs> so, so I, I just, I just love to hear that background and it's so good. And I, I, you know what, I have a lot of respect and regard for what you bring to the table because there is a lot in there. Whenever you say anything, it's, you're just, you're not just talking. 
the, the sheer dint of experience always shines through. And I just want you to know that it's not just me. Pretty much everybody who works with you highly values that about you. So thank you. I've got more questions for you, but for now, it's a big thank you from me. <laughs> so, so I really like to know what skill sets came easily to you, you know, by virtue of your training, the, the personality that you have, and what are some of the aspects that you had to work hard to attain and eventually master? Well, it was a really good memory. And by nature, I'm a very good communicator. I was just kind of born that way. I'm a good listener. I can understand what people are trying to say, even if they can't find the words. I come from a really big Italian family where everybody talks at once. So I always think maybe that's, maybe that's why. But it, it really helped me to develop my technical skills kind of at that mm. foundational level, whether it's you know, designing procedures or, or writing a clinical protocol. That communication has always come easily to me, whether you know verbal or written. Mm -hmm. Along with that, and kind of tying back to my grandpa's inspiration, I really, I really love people. I just, I'm a people person, and I really love serving That's others. That's clear. Yes. Yes. And, and so it's a virtue, uh -huh. but at the same time, it's something you have to learn how to harness so that you know that the empathy doesn't take over, so that you can make sure the emotional aspect stays where it belongs in the motivation and the, you know, the wanting to be supportive and collaborative and caring about, about the success of the team and the clients. But this is where I had to work as a young adult to, to kind of be able to compartmentalize that and then rely mm -hmm. on the technical and the data aspects to make sure that no emotion is going where it shouldn't, where it shouldn't be. Um, so I think that has helped me, you know, it's kind of, kind of put your question into, into one frame, but those things mm -hmm. together have really helped me to, be able to build meaningful relationships um, and trust. And so that then also that keeps fostering the communication because then people feel free to to tell you exactly what they're thinking. And th I find that that builds the best um, the best outcomes in projects because you're really taking everything into account. So um, it's it's been I don't know if that's exactly what you were looking for, because those aren't really technical traits, but the, that those pieces of me have really been what have molded, I think, me into the into the Perthus person I am today. You know, Nikki, I, I hope the ones who are relatively younger in their career are listening with rapt attention because what you've just said are pearls of wisdom. They're pillars and foundation on which one can really build a career. I mean, you could be technically strong, but if you don't have all of the other people skills to go with it, you're never going to be able to sell your ideas and you won't really get too far. Uh, mm -hmm. That's that's significant learning for whoever is listening. I once again, I really hope you're listening with rapt attention. So, Nikki, one more question. Uh, sure. Actually, there could be many more depending on how much time we have. But I know of this, there are many. But what are some of your significant achievements that you remain excited about on a daily basis that spur you on to do better? Yeah. Well, early in in my career here at RQM, I was building a, trying to build a family. So they were throwing all the, all the devices that fit into that category at me and they were tough. <laughs> and two, the two that I'm very proud of, we had a, a customer with a, an at home over the counter uh, conception aid device that, that uh -huh. there was nothing really on the market like it. And we did a, we did an RX to OTC um, mm -hmm. type 
type regulatory strategy and it was very difficult, but it was amazing and we were, were able to eventually get it, get it on the market. Um, additionally, we had, we had a client with a neonatal positioning device. It was designed for NICU use on premature infants, um, simulating mm -hmm. kind of a kangaroo care, but right around the same time, the FDA had issued a consumer safety communication. So it really made it difficult to get these types of devices to market because you basically had to demonstrate that the benefit of the device outweighed the risk of suffocation, which is essentially impossible. So we were able to get around it just based on the indication for the device and the fact that these would be um, used on you know, tiny patients that were be continuously monitored in the NICU. So I was very proud of, of, of that. It was a very small client um, and it was, it was wonderful to see that, to see that come. So that's been a highlight. Uh, and then just overall, what really drives me and makes me feel like I want to get up and come to work every day is, is mentoring. I've been here for a long time. And as you said, just passing on those pearls of wisdom, just listening and being able to help people work through whatever it is they're trying to grow in. Because we at RQM, we're not just technical, we're also consultants. And that's, mm -hmm. you know, those are two separate skill sets that sometimes can be challenging and can conflict with each other in some right. ways. So that's really been where I, I find I feel the most fulfilled. Doing Wonderful. Wonderful. Nikki, I wish we had more time, but for now, you know, I can, I can absolutely unabashedly swear by the warmth of your personality and I will extol the virtues that you embody daily at work. Mm -hmm. I have witnessed your detail oriented, meticulous approach to all aspects of work time and again. I know you're ultra conscientious about how you handle your work, your colleagues and clients all alike. You consistently produce work of the highest quality and you are adept at maneuvering contentious, challenging situations. Now that in itself is worth emulating. I genuinely believe that RQM Plus is lucky to have you amongst us. As you pass on your experience and guidance to the greener members of your team, I hope we will continue to work closely in the future. For now, thanks for the pleasure and the honor of hearing about your career and cheers to a successful future, Nikki. Thank you. Thank you, Jay.